Welcome to the Southwest Iowa Association of Realtors, also known as SWIRE. This podcast keeps SWIRE members up to date on what's new and happening in our organization. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. It is not our intention to solicit the offerings of other real estate brokers. Not a member? We still encourage you to listen. Each week, we provide you with valuable information related to the real estate industry and Southwest Iowa. Welcome to this episode of the Swire Podcast. I'm Todd Studer. We are joined remotely today. Wonderful technology. Emily Swinford from Better Homes and Gardens, a Good Life Group, and Council Bluffs in Glenwood is joining us. And we're going to find out what the latest is Swire and also learn about a, a new special guest that we're having on the podcast today. What's the latest, Emily? Yeah, good morning, Todd. So I'm filling in for Amy Svoboda, our executive director today. She is out of town. And our guest today was just kind of a natural fit for me to be able to join because I've been really heavily involved with the golf tournament committee for Swire. So we'll get to that here in a minute. But just kind of wanted to let everybody know, we just put it out there last week that our YPN committee has a scavenger hunt that's coming up on July 12th. That's in Council Bluffs from 10 to noon. Sounds like they're going to have some pretty cool prizes and some food and that's our ypn committee so you can are your professional network so you can make up a team of five select a captain and then they're going to do a scavenger hunt all around council left so that's kind of exciting we also put out a save the date for our upcoming swire golf tournament this is our 36th annual golf tournament and it is on september 14th and then just in this past couple of weeks the golf committee got together and we chose our beneficiary so each year we pick a nonprofit to kind of partner with for this golf tournament, and that's where the majority of the proceeds for the tournament go. The last two years, we've raised over $9,000, and we've worked with food pantries. We've worked with the local law enforcement organizations, and this year we have chosen to work with the Southwest Iowa Nature Trails. So our guest today is Becca Castle. She is on the board, and I'll let her explain a little bit about who she is and what she does, but they primarily oversee the Wabash Trace Nature Trail. And this is really exciting for Swire because one of our initiatives this year was to try to spread the love a little bit more over the broad area that we serve as real estate agents. So we work everywhere from Hamburg all the way to Woodbine and beyond. And a lot of times, just because our association is located in Council Bluffs, Sometimes we forget about the smaller rural communities. So that was kind of how the idea to support this this organization came about. So I'm really passionate and really excited about it, especially since I live in a rural area. So I'm going to kind of let Becca introduce herself and how she got involved, who she is and what she does. So thanks for coming today, Becca. We really appreciate it. Absolutely, Emily. Thank you for having us. And thank you for choosing us to be the beneficiary of the golf tournament this year. That was great news and we're very excited about it. So my name is Becca Castle Laughlin, and I live just outside of Imogene uh, in the northeast part of Fremont County. And the Wabash Trace passes through Imogene, but I have been involved in the trail since I was about four years old. Um, so when things were just in the initial stages of you know trying to purchase the corridor and convert the old railroad into a trail, my dad was very involved in those initial efforts and helped do a lot of the work, you know, converting the bridges from just the railroad trestles to 
having full decks and the railings on them so that, you know, you could safely pass on a bicycle or walking and then laying down the surfacing and doing the grading and all that. So when I moved back from college, I joined the board and have been secretary and treasurer and president. And our current president is Grant Weiss, and he's doing a wonderful job leading the organization into the the next steps. So as Emily mentioned, it covers a lot of ground. So the Wabash Trace is 63 miles and it goes extends all the way from Council Bluffs down to Blanchard, which is at the Missouri border. It goes through eight towns and four counties and we've got 72 bridges in those 63 miles. So it takes a lot of a lot of ongoing maintenance, you know, not only for the crushed limestone surfacing, but also the bridges as the decking boards are aging and need replaced. So it's really interesting because I actually should know this uh, living here in Southwest Iowa, but I did not know that it was a that it used to be a railroad. So that's really interesting, and I don't know that a lot of people probably do know that unless they go looking for that information. So I think that's a really unique fact about the trace and also that it that it spans 63 miles what do people primarily use the trail for are they I know it's it's big for bicyclists but what are some of the different ways that it's used so I would say bicycling is probably the number one use but there are a lot of runners and walkers the crushed limestone surfacing is easier on the joints for runners so they really like that better than a concrete trail or running on the road we also have, you know, a couple sections through Malvern and Silver City and Shenandoah that are hard surfaced, just leading out from the towns. And so on those sections, you know, you don't see rollerblades a whole lot anymore, but some people do rollerblade on it, get a lot of parents out with strollers, you know, pushing their children. And then, you know, even things like uh, geocaching and people that are training for like bike backpacking trips will hike hike the trail just with their gear, just so they can kind of get a feel for it, for their equipment. We also have a couple groups, youth groups that will do hand cart reenactments for the Mormon trail, because part of the trail was actually a route for the Mormon trail. And so um, they'll do reenactments and campouts and get Boy Scout and Girl Scout groups that will earn their badges on the trail. So it's a, it covers a, a wide variety of users. This is really important, especially in real estate and probably something that we don't think enough about as realtors, but the trails like this add so much value to property, especially to businesses, and they bring a lot of new business to the area and a lot of new people to the area. That's one of my favorite things about Southwest Iowa is that we have kind of these hidden gems that people actually seek out and come to us for. And it's just a nice laid back area. And I just think Toby Jack's, for instance, those Thursday nights out there are always, you know, a riot. And there's a lot of different events that are hosted on the trail. And what I just referred to was the Thursday night taco rides. And I know there's people that come from all over to attend to those. And that's where I think people start in Council Bluffs and then they ride to Mineola, stop at the steakhouse and maybe ride back. But I know you have a lot of other organized events and fundraisers. I saw you have a half marathon coming up. Yes. So we have, actually, there's a full marathon that is a Boston qualifier, and that starts in Shenandoah, and it goes north a little bit past Semajine, turns around and goes back. And then uh, there's also a half marathon the same day that starts in Imogene and goes to Shenandoah. How there's many also, does that bring, Becca? You know, I think our top number was just under 500. You know, it's kind of around the 300 mark, I think, typically now. 
but pre-COVID, I think we got up to almost 500. It's really great because it's, you know, being a former railroad line, there is just a very gradual grade. It's not very hilly. And then with the surfacing, a lot of people are actually able to set personal records on there. So we have a lot of people that are trying to, you know, do their 50 state marathon or half marathon. And we'll check this one out and it's shaded. It's a fast course and we've got great hospitality with all the volunteers. And so uh, it's kind of become a favorite for those that are doing their 50 states. Where can people go to learn kind of more about the trace, who to contact? Is there like a specific place where people can go or website or Facebook to get this information about when some of these events are taking place? Yeah. So as far as history and accommodations on the trail, our website is probably the best resource. And that is www.wabashtrace.org. For events and announcements, I would say Facebook is probably the best option. And that's just on Facebook. And I type in Wabash Trace and it'll come up. So our golf tournament here is is taking place on September 14th. We're going to have a 9 a.m. shotgun start. We've already got some of our major sponsorships filled and more coming in. So Clear Title is going to be sponsoring uh, drinks that morning. So when you come into the course, you'll have a beverage to get you started right right away in the morning. And then we have a Benchmark Mortgage, Megan Jensen and Rachel Pierce, that are sponsoring lunch that day. And so those are the two committed sponsors. And we do have registration open for the actual golf tournament itself. It's a four-person scramble, $95 per person. And that comes with a breakfast sandwich when you come in, lunch afterwards, prizes, announcements. We're really hoping to make it bigger this year and put together a silent auction. And hopefully, Becca, we can kind of get together and partner on some of that stuff. But we're really excited for the event. And you can go to Swire, S-W-I-A-R, golfbash.com and register your team. And then we have whole sponsorships that are opening up next week. So on the course that day, you're going to have sponsors at almost every single hole that you can network with. In the past, we've had uh, real estate companies, pest inspection companies, insurance agents, home inspectors, roofers and contractors. So the Realtor Association putting on the event, but it's really for everybody. So anybody that lives in a home or owns a home is going to have fun at this event and really, I think, benefit from the networking opportunities as well. So Becca, thank you so much for coming or for being on our podcast today. Did did I miss anything or is there anything you'd like to add? Well, I guess maybe the only thing I'd add is that SWINT, which is Southwest Iowa Nature Trails that manages the Wabash Trace, is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we don't get any government funding for maintenance of the trail. So, you know, all those maintenance costs for surfacing, bridge repairs, vegetation management along the, the whole trail is raised from donations and fundraisers like this event, trail pass fees, and then for special projects, we can write grants. But we really, really do depend on those trail pass fees and donations. So we greatly appreciate being the beneficiary of this year's event. Well, we're really looking forward to it. And hopefully we'll have you back on before then. So spread the word about Southwest Iowa Nature Trails, the Wabash Trace, and the Swire Golf Tournament, and all of the events that are going on on the Trace this summer. So really excited to have you and looking forward to that event. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you both Emily and Becca for joining us today on the Swire podcast. And thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, Go back and listen to previous episodes. A lot of great information out there. Until next time, take care.